Lord Jesus, we worship you. God, we worship you, oh Lord Jesus. Our God, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, oh God. Come on with me. Join with me. Let's just feel after the Lord for a few moments. Oh Lord Jesus, we worship you. God, we worship you, oh Lord. We worship you. Lord, we worship you, oh God. Lord, we worship you, oh Lord Jesus. Lord, we worship you, we worship you. We worship you. Praise the Lord, praise God. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I have a word from the Lord for you today. Pastor Jason did a tremendous job in the lesson. And I, I want to maybe take that a step further. And I believe that there is a, there's a word that has gone forth. I feel it in my spirit. Word that has gone forth that says, don't delay. Don't delay. I believe the Lord's speaking that today. Don't delay. Now, I want to I wanna speak to three different areas. Perhaps you don't know the Lord. Maybe, maybe you, you don't know if, if you can make it or not, if you're saved or not right now. The Lord is speaking to you. The Lord has given somebody a calling, and you've not fulfilled it as of yet. The Lord is speaking to you. The third thing is this. Perhaps you've been hurt. You're facing some things and you're facing, you're, you're going through some pain. Don't delay to reach out to the Lord. Amen. If you don't mind just standing with me for the reading of the word in Psalms 118 and verse number 24, just simply says this. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You can be seated. Don't delay. One of the most frustrating human attributes is procrastination. There are some of you that would immediately lift a hand if I talked about that and said, that's me. 
Well, don't everybody raise your hand at once. You might say, I'm guilty. Go ahead and admit it. Confession is good for the soul. I always wait till the last minute, and I constantly stress about deadlines in my life. You know, <clears throat> I'm glad for those of you that, that fessed up, if not raising your hands, and in spirit it was raised. Good for you. But the reality is this. All of us, when we're doing something we want to do, or if it's something we dread doing, we will put things off until the last minute. All of us in this house are guilty of procrastination at some point in time and some places of our life. You may not be a procrastinator as a whole, but there are little things that you're guilty of just putting off for now. Everyone. Did, did I say that before? Everyone, in some way, is guilty of this. Did I, did I say that before? I'm, I'm having memory loss. Everybody is guilty of procrastination. H have I said that before? I just want to be sure. The psalmist in Psalms in Proverbs and wise sayings that uh, uh, declares this important principle. Today is the day of the Lord. Today is the day. Now is the time. Today is the day of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 6 verse number 2. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted. And in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now, right now is the time. We understand there are always consequences of procrastination. If you don't take out the trash, it may really, really pile up. And you may miss the pickup. If you put off paying fees or tickets, they may give you free room and board. You can be affected financially if you miss work deadlines or perhaps you miss work. But let's be honest with ourselves. Those things are important, very important, but maybe not necessarily life-altering things. But you can't afford to miss God's calling. You can't afford to miss the, the, the voice of the Lord calling to you. The craziest and most insane thing that you could do is to delay your response to God. That would be crazy. Insane. To procrastinate. Find excuses not to allow God to reach to you right now. You know, we are not guaranteed that God will continue to reach for us. Isaiah 55 and verse number 6 tells us, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Seek him while he may be found. When God's conviction is moving us, and there is great conviction that is moved in the, 
into this service. God is calling in this, in this service today. God is reaching to you. We feel God's gentle drawing. Now is the most important time in our life. You know, we must not delay because of excuses that we make. We must not delay because I'm really not ready to let go of this or that. I don't know really if I, if I want to do this right now. Don't you realize the most important part of your life is your connection to God. The most important part of your life is to respond to God's call. The presence of the Lord has moved into this place mightily. The Spirit of the Lord is here and God is reaching to you and to me. And the most important thing that I can do before I leave this place is to respond to God. I must not be lost. There may never be another time like right now. Today is the day. Now is the accepted time. He's near us. We felt His presence. We felt the moving of the Holy Ghost. We felt the tender touch of the Lord. The wooing and the calling of God as God begins to move on us today. He is so near. You may say, you know, I, I believe all that, and, and you, know, I, you know, I'm kind of going toward God. Just kind of let me go in my own time. It's a cop-out. That's an excuse. There's no reason to delay. There's no reason to kind of to put the brakes on and say, God, not right now, maybe another day. Because God's calling you right now. God is wanting you to seize the moment. It's your time. It's your opportunity to reach to God right now. Don't delay. God wants you to buy into His promise. Don't take a chance and wait. Don't procrastinate and put it off. Listen to Hebrews 2 and verse number 3. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard them? Paul says, how shall we escape? What's going to happen to us? How, how, can, how can we escape if we neglect the great moving of God? If we neglect the great power of God? If we neglect God pulling for us and God reaching to us and God speaking to us right now? If we neglect God's calling to us? If we neglect God's reaching for us? You see... In the, in the Word of God, it, it is full of instances and, and full of things. And I, I was reading just in my, in my Bible reading. I was uh, reading in this, this last um, a couple of days. And I, I found something that, I'd, that I've seen before. I looked at it, but it never really hit home until this time. Isn't that the cool thing about the Word of God? That it's for the moment. It speaks to us for the moment. And so... So the, the, the bulk of this message come from, from this. And I, I won't read the scripture, but I'll, I'll, just, I'll just relate it to you. Here it is. The children of Israel are finally getting ready to enter into the promised land. Finally, they go over the Jordan. 
finally. <clears throat> and the cool thing about it was it, it, it pinpoints the place. It's, and I, I've seen the place within a couple of 300 miles. And that could be anywhere in Israel. I mean, that's, you know, it's a short place. But it, it says kind of between the Dead Sea. And, and so, so it kind of gives us an idea of where it is. It's south of the Dead Sea. And, you, you know, you remember the pictures that, that I showed you of the, of the muddy where they baptized. Well, it's somewhere in there or, or somewhere a little bit further uh, south of that. But, but what I want you to understand was that, that the Jordan was in flood stage. Why couldn't God just pick the moment that it, you know, that it had the flood? Why did God go through all of that? Why didn't, man, there's a lot of times they could have just crossed over there. But he picked flood stage. He picked the worst impossibility. That's what God does for your life. He picks the worst impossibility that you're going through. He, fixed, he picks the worst possible time. And so here they are. They're just almost ready to go in to the promised land. They're just, the, the, on, the first battle is Jericho. The battle at Jericho. And you remember the story of what took place at that time, but, but remember also that, that Moses, or, or that Joshua, Moses is dead, Joshua's in charge now, and, and so Joshua sends out two spies to, to check out Jericho. They come in Jericho, and, and somebody gets wind of it, and, and so they come to a house, and, and it's Rahab, the harlot's house. And they, they come to her house, and, and so it's suddenly she hears, hey, there's a couple of guys in town that are not supposed to be here. They're from Israel's group, and, and they're, they're looking out. They're getting ready to come into this town, so, so take care, everybody. And so Rahab hides them. And she says this. She said, our whole town, we're scared. I'm scared. My family's scared. The whole town is scared of you guys. We know that God is with you. We know the presence of the Lord is with you. And, and listen, I'll protect you, but let's make a deal. I'll protect you, and you have to protect me. So they agree to that, and she hides them among the flax and the stuff on the roof, and and, uh, and so it's not safe for them to go back out. They, probably they just came in the house, came in the town, kind of wandered in, but suddenly it became known. These are strangers who are, you know, they're here for only one purpose. So, so she hides them in her house, and, and so she's got to let them down a different way. So, so she, she pulls out a, a scarlet cord, and she said, well, what, here's what we'll do. We'll let you off over the wall off of the roof, down the wall, and, and we'll let you out and, and through this. And, and so as she's preparing, preparing the way and, and she's letting them down, and as they're going down, she said, remember, you promised, remember, you told me that you would also protect me. One of the most astounding things is this cord that let the children of Israel escape has now become a beacon. They said, here's the deal. You gotta let, you gotta bring everybody into this house. If if they're not in this house, we're clear and free if, of, of this promise. If they're not, if they're out in the street, 
Their blood's going to be their own, their own head. But if they're in this house, we'll protect you. And here's what we'll do. We'll wrap that red cord. You'll wrap that wet red cord in the window to proclaim. And when we come in, we'll see the red cord and we'll make sure. Everybody knows this. And so there it was, the red cord. Now, this is something that, that, that I believe that, that God wants to speak to us this day. How long was it before they came back? A couple of days? A couple of weeks? Well, we know they were at least two or three days in hiding and before they could get back, right? So we know that. So it could have been a month. It could have been two or three weeks. We don't really know. She could have said, you know, when, when I see them break down the wall, when I see them come into the town, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that immediately. When she let them down, when she pulled that rope back up, she made preparations. She made sure that that was in the window. She made sure that she was not delaying. And how much more should you and I begin to prepare for God, what He wants to do to us? You see, God is calling in this house. God is speaking to you and to me. Don't delay. Don't delay. Don't pull back. Don't make excuses. Well, I've got to get this right and I've got to get this fixed and I've got to do that and I've got to go here and to go there. Oh no, the, today is the day of salvation. Now is the most important part and time of your life. She, as she took no chances, let us not take chances. As the scarlet robe was an indication of the scarlet stream of blood that flows in this building today. Don't delay. Don't take a chance. As, as we stand together, reach for God right now. Allow God to move in your heart and in your life. Search for God right now. God has got some things that He's wanting for you to do. God wants to have a relationship with you. God wants to help you. God wants to heal and answer you. God wants to put His, put his stamp in, in your life and, and your, the cord of blood upon your family, upon your household. Come on, up a little bit higher in faith, God says. Come on, reach to me, the Lord God begins to plead and call to us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So as we respond to God, each of us, in our own way, if you don't really know the Lord, all you have to do is start out with repentance. Lord, I'm sorry for the things that I've done. God, please forgive me for sin and iniquity in my life. God, cleanse me from all of that and wash me, Lord. God, let your spirit, Lord Jesus, move in my life today. If you need the Holy Ghost, it's available here today. If you need to be baptized in Jesus' name, the water's warm and ready, even as we speak right now. If you need God to answer you in some situation, right now is the time to respond. If you need God to, uh, to uh, fulfill a promise that He's made to you, if God has called you, you see, the Bible says the gifts 
and the callings are without repentance. That just just says that he doesn't change his mind. Sometimes we disqualify ourselves, but God never changes his mind. God's never changed his mind about you. He's reaching for you right now. Would you not delay? As we invite the church to come and together around this front, would you stand and would you reach for the Lord and allow the Lord to do something? Hallelujah. Come on, don't hold back. Come on, don't don't departmentalize. Don't don't put a part back. Don't hold a part of your life back, but just release it to the Lord. Lord Jesus.